welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on the magic of kindness. Last time we were together, I had mentioned that I'd been to a a recently uh, a mayor's conference and had to present on heart-centered leadership, and I wanted to share a few factors with that. But we're also going to continue our conversation about how kindness can cause children to thrive. And I have some great things to share on self-kindness today as well. So I hope you'll join me for the entire podcast today. Uh, So beginning with the leaders, you know, uh, the one thing that I've learned over many, many years is that um, compassion is a huge tool, very powerful tool in the hands of a leader if it's used right. Now, what I mean by right is the compassion has to be very uh, authentic. It can't be just fake compassion. Um, and it has to be someone who is coming from someone that truly cares about their people. So obviously uh, a leader that has um, very little care for a, their their team, is it's not going to be effective even if they try to drum it up from you know a heart that maybe doesn't even feel any compassion. But that compassion can be incredibly powerful at creating loyalty, creating a sense of team, uh, not only loyalty to the leader, but to the, the vision, to the company, to each other. It can really be incredibly contagious across the entire organization if it's done right. Now, I'll give you a few examples. When you think about delivering compassion, it might be to one specific team member where maybe they're going through a hard time uh, having some health issues or maybe they're having some issues paying their bills. Uh, I know one particular story that has stuck out to me over the years is I worked with a leader that had about 25 on his team. He was the owner of the business and he had a a specific employee that was really upset to the point that she started to write uh, some some really bad things online about the company in general. And uh, he wanted to fire her. I mean, just wanted to just get rid of her. And she was complaining and kind of toxic in the environment. Well, I just suggested that he take her out to lunch and ask her a few questions. And, you know, no agenda, no, no agenda, no threat of any kind, just out of a compassionate heart, not a convicting heart, a compassionate heart, just kind of learn what's going on in her world and see what he can do to help her. You know, come, come at it with a, how can I help you? What's going on in your world? I'd love to, to, um, to be there for you if I can. Again, I will repeat, this does not work. If you have a leader that does not truly have some compassion towards their people, because they'll pick right up on it. I mean, there's kind of an energy that goes with it. You think about the last time you were in the room with somebody that was angry with you or didn't like you, or um, you come into a room where there's people in conflict, you can feel that nasty energy. So, and especially if they've worked with you for any period of time, they're used to you having a certain demeanor about you. So if you suddenly decide to ask them out to lunch, they're going to be suspicious. So I wouldn't recommend that necessarily if you're in that state. You might have to go about this a different way by beginning to reflect day-to-day a compassionate stance towards them. And then over time, they will begin to trust you and you'll be able to ask them out to lunch. But let me get back to the story here. I I digress. 
So uh, anyway, uh, he found out that she was going through a very difficult time. She was having some massive health issues and she couldn't pay her bills. So what he did um, was he thanked her for you know taking the time to go out with him. And um, it, and he then brought three bags, full bags of groceries to her doorstep, left them there, and um, and then and then continued to bless her in in uh, specific ways to help her with her bills. Now he didn't do this for like forever, you know. He just did this for a period of maybe a month, and and she was so touched by that that act of compassion, that honest, open compassion. That uh, she not only retracted everything she had written badly, but she became uh, his star employee for the next two years. So, phenomenal story. I mean, I'm not saying it's always going to work, but it's a good demonstration of what compassion can do. Because literally, when you're compassionate to somebody, um, it, it, it causes called neural resonance. And, and that's a, a chemistry reaction in the body that is a combination of serotonin and oxytocin. Now, serotonin is the one that happens when you feel really good about uh, a progress or a task being done or you're doing well at something or someone thinks well of you. Whereas um, oxytocin is released in a mother's body right after a baby's born so she'll bond with that baby. So when you combine the two together, what you end up with is this instant bond. Uh, defenses go down and, and it's a game changer. So... When I talk about kindness, I'm expanding on it in terms of compassion because that is definitely an expansion of kindness. But I'm also demonstrating the fact that it can be very powerful in all relationships. In fact, couples that exhibit compassion and generosity regularly are substantially more likely to stay together and statistically more likely to stay together and be happy than those who don't demonstrate that. Kindness and, and generosity and compassion are the most important predictor of marital happiness as well as relational happiness. Prioritizing acts of kindness and figuring out ways to make the ones around you feel special, feel cared about, feel understood, feel valued, is going to be a, a huge proponent to healing struggling relationships and mending lines of communication and restoring uh, even cultures of organizations if it's demonstrated on a consistent basis. So very, very powerful. And, um, and I've seen it work in many, many occasions, not just the one I've mentioned, but I could go on and list a few more um, that would probably um, really move you to think more about how powerful this can be. All right, well, that's all I have time for today. I would encourage you to continue acting in kindness. This is Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire. Keep reaching higher. Until next time.